We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Today we have MP, Boss, Tim, and myself. Yay, yay! Let's go. Out here all day. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> and ladies. Been... And ladies. And ladies. I was talking to you guys. There's... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no ladies, ladies out the there. Room, and, uh... Uh, yeah, for the NFL show today, we have some news, and then we get into some other shit. <laughs> that was that was that's the depth. rundown. Yeah, <laughs> that was that, we have that, some news, and then we're gonna do some other shit. That was the most like off season episode title ever. Yeah, yeah. New, news and other shit. news and shit. <laughs> news and shit. schedule <laughs> dropped. We're gonna talk about the schedule. And we're yeah. also gonna give players that we think are gonna take a step back. Yo, schedule. Schedule's hot. I'm not gonna schedule's lie. Hot right schedule's now. hot. I'm not so like a hot. big schedule guy. Schedule is so hot right now. Did you circle schedule on your like like yo? I gotta catch this like when no. it drops. No, definitely not. All right, word word. Because right, I'm pro- not. The problem like, is because like a week 15 game right now, like Colts Saints looks right. really good. Right, but right. you who, never know. You never really. You don't know. Know. I only look at it. For, I mean, you know. You can't. I mean, those two teams, you know. <laughs> you don't think those teams are gonna like be good? Not good work, uh-huh. God forbid, Andrew Luck gets injured. Well, yeah. Or Drew Brees. Barring Drew Brees. injury. Yeah. I can't front the only, Teddy the only thing I look at the schedule when it comes out is but games I want to go to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, when am I going? It's like the first thing I hit the was like, yo, week two, Monday night? Like, maybe after the pod yeah, or something? I'm with it. Yo, if you guys are down, I'm down. Wait, for Jets what? Jets Browns, Jets Monday Browns? night? So week two? Week two? I'd be a big Browns fan that day. I know the plan was to do the news update first and then go into the games that we're looking forward to. But why don't we talk about the games that we're looking forward to right now? Yeah, we do a lot. Yo, of th- we, out here making right. executive decisions. I, 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 I'm just saying, I can't <laughs> switching it up. We do a lot of things backwards. We'll here, do it so. live. We'll do it live. I'm just saying, and it's funny that Tim mentioned Jets Browns mm. because that's the game I'm looking forward to. Oh. Let's go. So we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta that's go. I, I put it in the chat, and everyone's like, oh, "That's one of the games." I'm eyeballs. To yeah. too, so love, I love Jets Browns. The reason I bring that up is because not only are these two teams kind of on the up and up, right? Hmm. You know, trending upwards. I'd like to think so, honestly, being a Jet fan. But yeah, yeah for sure. But they are. Yeah, they are. I hope so. And he's a Giants fan. Yeah, they are. Right, objection. And so when a Giant fan can Objective admit us three Jet fans on one side of the table, when a Giant fan can admit that, you know. <laughs> I mean, you guys got a quarterback and you got Le'Veon Bell. Like, you're you're fine. Yeah, we had tons of cap space. Yeah, we are. That's, yeah. That's reassuring. But, but what I love about it is it's the number one draft pick from that draft class against the number two draft pick from that draft class. I wonder if Sam Darnold has a chip on his shoulder because he, for the entire offseason, he was supposed to go number one, and then it seemed like the last couple of weeks before the draft, Baker Mayfield became the number one pick. Kind of out of nowhere, right? I remember during Sam Darnold's pro day, in the rain, they were like, why are you throwing? He's like, oh, because it rains and, and, and it rains and it snows in Cleveland. Already assuming he's going to go number one. Yeah. And then Baker went first. Also, rains and snows in New York. A lot. fine. For sure. A lot. <laughs> but he, he mentioned Cleveland as if it was signed, sealed, and delivered that he was going to go there. Facts. It kind of was for a very long it time. It was. No one thought. No. Until, like, I swear to God, like, until the last couple of weeks. Maybe uh, even the last week. 
Or I like remember the, around this time last year, it was it was like four are, days. Are they going to take Sam Darnold or are they taking Josh Allen? That was the big question. Yeah, Allen was skyrocketing. Yeah, yeah, it was the Josh Allen Sam Darnold question. And so I now I I truthfully wonder like if Sam Darnold has a chip on his shoulder. You know what's interesting too? Like we the Jets did play the Browns last year, but it was Ty- Tyrod Taylor who started that game, and Baker Mayfield who came in and like broke the curve or broke the, right. the winless he, streak. Wow. So it was kind of like you know we didn't really get the whole. You know, build up to that matchup because yeah. it was a Thursday night game and it was Tyrod starting that game, so there was no talk about Yo Baker versus Sam. Yeah, damn. So but this I'm time down around, this, this time yeah, around, that's what I'm, saying. I'm down different. to go that's to this game. So calling out of work the next day for show. It's week two. Yo, OBJ's gonna get so booed. Damn, I forgot. <laughs> but it's so it's week two and it's Monday night football. So yeah, we gotta go. Bro. Yeah, we gotta go. We, gotta I'm, go. I'm, we should buy tickets now. Jets yeah, Browns week two. Wait, did they drop yet? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Know. If I had to guess, do you know what? Do you know why I like this game too? I I feel like it's for the future of the AFC, because you know that's wishful thinking. I I mean I don't think it is because if you look at the up and coming quarterbacks in the AFC, I think Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold have to be on the top of that list along with Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson. Right? These are these are people in the AFC that are kind of taking that next step up, taking the mantle from Brady and Roethlisberger and and Rivers. Right? And not necessarily next year. But this is a matchup, Browns versus Jets, that we could see in multiple AFC championship games coming forward. Yeah. Like multiple. I think and that's wishful thinking. I don't think it is because yo, what's the what is the what is the key to building play, a team? Quarterback Co- play. Not only quarterback play, but not having to play your quarterback. But the and you see what ha- what it did for the Jets. The Jets don't really have a competent roster like outside of Le'Veon Bell. Like no. what off- how could you say that? Who on offense is like a, a Certified weapon besides Le'Veon Bell, and by the time it's time for Sam Darnold to get paid, Le'Veon Bell's gonna be out the door. Sure, but that's in four years from now. You can get weapons in four years. I'm not saying that but it's I'm gonna saying, be like, for when this. When the championship's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, like, le, le, we've went over this many times. You don't need a wide receiver to win a championship, you right? Don't. But you do need you need offensive need talent. I mean, I mean the, Robbie Anderson and Quincy Enumwa. And Jameson Crowder, who's one of the better slots, Who doesn't now, stay on the field. Sure. All three of those guys got injury issues, and that's the big that's the big concern. Josh but, Bellamy, oh, I didn't even know you guys got him. Josh yeah, Bellamy also, do. he's a special. Yo, teammate. also yeah, sure, didn't know you guys signed target. Trevor Simeon. Had no idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's our backup. That's out of Rice. <laughs> I think he went to Rice. Trevor that's, Simeon. I mean, it is what fire. It is. But to say that the Jets and the Browns aren't on the come up and they can't be some of the top teams in the AFC, I think it is. I think, I think the, the, Jets, the Browns are favored to win the AFC North right now. Dude, I think the Jets are going to come out of nowhere, and I know I'm a Jet fan, so this might... I'm always low on the Jets. I'm super low on the I, Jets. I think they're going to come out of nowhere and, and take a playoff spot this year because I think Sam Darnold... May, he was the top-rated quarterback in the league last season After uh, in the last three weeks. I mean, look, there's always one or two teams. It is three weeks. But it's the last three weeks. There's, so? there's always one or two teams that kind of take that jump. Right, it's the jump. Nowhere. It's what you're looking for, right? It's like Jared Goff. Jared Goff in his second year, he got the offensive guy. He made that step forward. Uh, True, new head coach. New head coach, right? But you new do have to see how system. that blends too. Like new, sure. second coach in, in two years. But I mean, if you're if you're going from a system with Jeremy Bates, who wasn't in the in, in the entire league for two years before he got the offensive coordinator job for the Jets, and now you're talking about Adam Gase, who. Shout out to Brodo. Jason created a stat called um, True Throw Value, and it measures a the value of a pass when it leaves the quarterback's quarterback's hand. So, what are the odds of its value? Right. Ryan Tannehill was number six last year. That means every time he threw a pass, it was it had the sixth most value of any passer in the league. That's nuts. Imagine taking that and putting it on a second-year quarterback who was supposed to be the first overall pick, right, who has a new off- offensive line weapon, who had two tackles last year that that produced. Like, the tackles for the, the Jets are good. Have Le'Veon Bell, the new guy, have a, has a defense that all of a sudden looks a lot better. And if we get Josh Allen or if we get the DT from Alabama or if we get Williams. Nick Bosa, yeah. one of these dudes, that's going to look even better. I just think the Jets have a chance to, to take it. And I think that in order to do that, they got to win week two. Full circle. I don't. I don't think it's crazy. Like I said, I just thought your claim of multiple AFC title matchups was yeah. a little crazy. Wishful thinking. I, I do. I, I don't think so. I, and it's tough for me to get on the Jets too because they've not that they've shown promise anywhere as near as this you know team could show in the coming years, but they haven't done anything, and they've it's just been new regime. Like we had Todd Bowles here for how long? He never won anything. So it's, it's 
the losing culture. You you preach culture. Like there's still I feel like culture issues. I know New Jersey, no, new coach, new quarterback. I guess so, but and but like New Jersey's are trash. Too. I'm not gonna say I Jamal Adams. I think they're trash too. They look I love like them. The, the Canadian Football League. I love Rough them. Riders. I love them. Saskatchewan. Or Marshall. Saskatchewan. They look like University. my my ISO IP team. Remember what happened to the Cavaliers, right? The Jets, bro. Yeah, hey, dude. Yeah. You were the Listen, Jets, and I was I was the Titans. Yeah, we, was, went, we went undefeated, bro. What's up? I will <laughs> say this about I think Jamal Adams is a culture guy because you hardly see guys speak openly and freely to the press and he wasn't shy about talking to the media after their week 17 game last year when he said we don't got enough guys here we don't have enough dogs here is what he said he's like we have guys here he's like yeah but we they need to get it we need to bring in some dogs or we need to look around the room and see who's really a dog so cj mosley's a dog that's it i mean they, they have made Jermaine some, johnson had a bad year he's a dog We'll see about that. What game are you looking for? He's injury prone. I, boss, you go next because I, I honestly went off. Uh, I, have, I have a game that I'm looking at week two right. also. We got Saints-Rams. Ooh. Big one. Big game. Always yeah. exciting when you see right these two the teams. Bat. Yo, week two is going to be a banger. Week one's kind of slow, I think. Besides, you have Packers-Bears. Uh, uh, week one. At week one. That's the week one. But for Pat the Steelers is also a banger. Yeah. That's a banger. Pat Steelers is a banger. I mean, it's, it's a banger because you want to see what the Steelers are going to look like on offense now. Yeah. And the Pats post Gronk. Although we saw them with it, look like, nah, bro. I mean, oh, we've seen AB. the Patriots at Gronk. That's true. That's true. I G- just think it's a banger. Those are two perennial AFC powers for the last ten years. Like, yeah, you're that, not you're not wrong. I'm just saying, like, it's easier to be like, oh, yo, you don't have your two of your best offensive weapons now, so it's a little less exciting. Not as exciting as, uh, fucking uh, Rams Saints week two. New England Kansas City week fourteen. God damn, you skipped all the way down there. Huh? That's that's one. I actually I I cheated a little bit. I can't and, believe they waited till that long. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a good game. But look, I didn't pick one game. I kind of cheated, guys. I looked at the overall when do, thing. When do you not cheat? I cheat like, all the do time. Something cheat fucking uh, <laughs> outside the line. I just want to show. I always want to call out some of these crazy things that the schedule did to the Raiders in particular. And I wonder if it has to do with the fact that the Raiders are moving to Los Angeles. And the fact that the Las Vegas, excuse me, and the fact that the league might be a little pissed about that, um, but the Bucks and Raiders both play five straight games on the road. They have forty nine days of travel each, forty nine days. That's a lot. Now there is a bye week in between, and they but they go to London before the bye week, so they got to make their way back from London to the West Coast. That's a long ass trip. To the West Coast, and yeah. to, and to not for nothing to South Florida is a long trip too. Yeah. Um. On top of that, the Raiders play seven games at one Eastern time. Which is 10. Which is 10. Well, which tough. means the Raiders fans have to wake up at 10 a.m. to watch. Not only that, the body clocks of these guys are going to be all fucked up. And the Raiders already got so many things going against them. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. Another thing that stood out to me, NFC East, especially the Eagles. The Eagles end their season with the Giants, Cowboys, um, Redskins, Giants. All division matchups. All division matchups the last four weeks. So if the if any of those teams are vying, and obviously one of those teams could be vying for the division championship because those are the only four teams in the division, it's it's gonna be a a nice 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 situation. Battle, yeah. yeah, the nice battle there. You you're gonna be fucking nah. Actually, no, I won't be. Yeah, you won't. Be. We'll be very out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, week seventeen, you might be able to knock the Eagles out of the playoffs, which you know could. But then again, you'd be knocking them out for like the Cowboys. I'd hate to bring up the Jets again. Steelers Jets week sixteen. That's nice for story. Looking line. good. Yeah, storyline game. Yeah, revenge game. I have, I have a storyline game. It's also going to be a primetime game, a Thursday night game. Um, Vikings Redskins. Albeit mm. it'll be in Minnesota, so it's not as juicy Ooh, as I would like it to Kirk. be. But it's just like yo, Kirk has the first his first shot at showing them how badly I think they fucked up, and yo, they're still looking for that quarterback. Like we said, they brought in Case Keenum. They, they're the clubhouse leaders we talked about last week for Josh Roden, or were last week. We don't know where that stands now. Um, and Alex Smith, who they traded for. So there's been like three guys. They've tried to tap their replacement, possibly. And who knows? They might draft one in the coming weeks, in the early rounds. And Kirk has a chance. You're like, yo, you don't want to pay me? You franchise me all these years? This is what you missed out on, franchise quarterback. You got to pay your franchise quarterback when you can. I feel like I come in here every week. We talk about this. But when you have one, you got to keep them. And they didn't, and I feel like, especially in a, you know, as we say, those standalone games, it's, it's the only game on Thursday night. Everyone who's a football fan will be watching, and he's, I think he's going to lay it on them. Yeah. Not that I think the skins are going to be any good this year, so it's wouldn't 
be crazy for him to lay it on them, but I think he just has you know some extra juice behind it. Just want to let everyone know, Kirk Cousins gave Michigan State a pregame speech, and then they lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's not the best at pregame speeches. In the NCAA playoff, post post game speeches is more his thing. <laughs> just wanted, yeah. just wanted to like that. that. He is a clumsy but speaker. Like interesting. You like that? What was the other one? Uh, oh, what oh, Oh, <laughs> uh, week 17 Ooh-wee. division games Steelers Ravens could be a playoff matchup Bears Vikings could be a playoff matchup and then yeah, week 17 40, is and then, great for that aspect yeah, and it's all division, they make all division. Yeah. and then 49ers Seahawks who everyone expects the 49ers to be a little bit better this year Jimmy G's healthy um, so the Rams also play at the Niners week 16 too so if the Niners are in are in a playoff hunt they're gonna have to earn it yeah and they're gonna have to beat in week 16 and 17, uh, they're going to have to beat the Rams and the Seahawks back-to-back. Yeah. Good fucking luck with that. Yo. For also, those yo, week oh, one, I also am kind of excited to see. I mean, obviously, I'm always excited to see the Chiefs play, but they do play the Jaguars now. New guy at the helm. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see what kind of team this is because we did see them be a team where, I mean, they beat the Steelers in the playoffs and they put up fucking whatever. Well, that was kind of, yo, you was know crazy. what sucked too for talking about the Jaguars? You guys saw Leonard Fournette, I think it was like a week or so ago, got arrested for not paying a traffic ticket. Yeah. Like there was already rumors about him, about Did the Jaguars. Did he get arrested for not paying traffic tickets? He probably got pulled over or something. They oh. pulled, pulled up his record. Oh, I, I think it was because uh, he was a suspended license because of the traffic ticket. Oh, oh, right, right. I think. I'm not. But anyway, there was rumors before that, that the organization wasn't happy with like all his yeah. off the field stuff and all that, that they might consider even cutting him. So <laughs> if the Jaguars lose that, I mean, he'll get signed right away. But I'm saying for the Jaguars' sake, now you bring up that matchup. Yo, there's no way they cut Who's their backup? Corey so. Grant right now? They don't, I know the TJ Yeldon remains unsigned. He's, I think it's Corey Grant. It's, it's Corey Grant. I, uh, I don't know about that one. I don't know. Yo, I was thinking about that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yo. We that matchup. Will, let, will Leonard Fournette be there week one? Yeah. Can, I, can I say one last thing about the schedule before we move Alfred on? Alfred Blue. That's Alfred Blue. Cool. I was there over there too. Legend. And Thomas Rawls? What the fuck? What? Thomas Rawls was Benny Cunningham? Was. Benny Cun- so yeah, they, I haven't heard Benny Cunningham a- name since the St. Louis Rams were around. Yeah. Was like, they they got a plethora of backs. Jeff Fisher's guy. It's mad backs. Yeah. Bro, they have five backs. <laughs> you know what they say when you have five running backs, you have none. Yeah. And, and I mean, they, they have, they have one. From they, those, have Lenny. Yeah, they got Lenny. Lenny, I like Lenny. that. Let's, we should call him Lenny from now on. And they got Jeff Swain. Let's go. Yo, yo, Jesse you had a couple good games last year. He was my sleeper in fantasy a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he was my tight end man once. Speaking about sleepers, <laughs> I said, I, you guys know I hate the Falcons. And you guys know I think that Matt Ryan is one of the more overrated um, players in the history of football, not only right now. Yikes. But, but, I think I might be on the Falcons bandwagon for the first time in a long time this season. And I'm going to tell you why. The Falcons... Play 13 games this year in a dome. Their away games are only Arizona, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco. Warm climate, warm climate, and then it gets cold in San Fran. So, like, that's not one game in the cold for the Falcons. One for a quarterback in Matt Ryan who, if you look at the numbers or if you just use your eyes, you could see. That he plays significantly better in domes. All of a sudden, you got yourself a situation where maybe Matt Ryan looks like a top tier quarterback again this year. Damn, and you're maybe fucking you're hedging this already. Early. I'm not hedging. Yeah, because that's gonna not be, hedging. He's gonna that's, be nice to be like, oh well, the schedule. Yo, yeah. making predictions is fluid, bro. It's just like balance. Once you have, once you think you're balanced, that's when you lose your balance. Yeah. Balance always Philosophy. takes work. Socrates, I'm balanced. The Greek philosopher, <laughs> Aristotle. You bastard. Yo, 13 games in a dome, though? Yeah, that is a lot. At Veterans Minimum, uh, for on IG, you're going to be able to see the Falcons uh, schedule promo video. Did you guys happen to see that? Game of Thrones Game style. Game of Thrones style? I haven't yet. Fucking fire. go check that shit out. And it, it just makes it more clear that all the things that they're building, it's a dome. Indoors. Indoors. Everyone's indoors. And when they're not indoors, they're in South Florida. A lot of news. Falcons. Out here. Out here. Arthur any, other, Blank, any other games you guys are spotlighting? Some people. What? Any other games you guys are spotlighting? I will say at the jump, like I wasn't, like I said, I'm not a big schedule release guy, but it just makes it feel like shit is coming together. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can now look at things for predictions. You know what I'm saying? That's always fun to look at. Um, where my favorite team is playing and where. 
how their season could, you know, transpire. The thing so about schedule release is cool in a sense, in that sense, but I don't, I still don't get like too hyped up. Over Kansas it. City, San Diego, Week Seventeen. That's cool. See, like Tim is juiced up right could now. Be that's a good one. Could be for the. The division. thing is, like, we don't know. Like, that's the thing. There's, a, there's, like, I, I mentioned. That's why I can't wrong. get juiced. Right, right. Like, we don't know, but it does seem like the, the NFL has made a lot of division games in the last week of the season, which. Well, it is. It's the division week. Yeah. That's right. how it is. Right. So you can't. There's gonna be a matchup. There's gonna be a matchup that matters. Yeah, yeah, that's how it always. Well, that's how. So week seventeen is gonna. Yeah, week seventeen is gonna be a good one. Except for fantasy. (laughs) If your championship is in week seventeen, quit your fantasy league. You should have left before you got in. Yeah. Impeach your commissioner. That's not real. That's not a real fantasy. You're playing fantasy fantasy. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to NFL news right here. Uh, one of the first things on the board here, we have the Chargers announced that their uh, powder blue jerseys are now their home defaults. Woo! Fire. Sorry, I'm going to get you evicted. I, I, yeah, I know I am. Evicted? That's a strong I've never, word. like, why did you love, that's a strong word. Evicted? That sounds like you're getting forcefully removed from your... Well, yeah, I mean, Tim keeps yelling. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Wait, so you're gonna evict Tim before you get evicted. Yo, I, honestly, <laughs> I always felt that those jerseys were like very overrated. Really? And not no, because I like them. I like them, but I feel like people are like, yo, oh my god. And I was like, they're cool. I, ha- I, I have was, a powder blue LT jersey. I feel I, like everyone, everyone has, has that. that. Yeah, yeah. You know what's so, funny? I'm partial. When I went to Jets camp, this was years ago, and he came to the Jets. My friend Eric bought a, his LT powder blue jersey and got signed by LT. Fire. Yeah, it was Fire. pretty cool. I would frame that if I was him. Yeah. Hell I th- yeah. I think he wears it still. He wore it to like our draft or some shit one year. That that's that's but a anyway. That's a that's a cool flex. I like that as long as you don't get no ketchup on it, you know? <laughs> Gotta but, watch uh, out for those yeah, I don't know. The I, hot dogs. Powder blues are cool. I like the Chargers jersey anyway. Like I love the navy yellow yeah, the and dark like cool white too. combination. Yeah, I like that shit. The they shit. got a good combo. Like, I don't like the white though. What? The white's cool. The white, Yo, I the think white the white, white jersey now nah, with the navy, bro. Okay, okay. The navy numbers and the, the navy. navy the navy jerseys are are the best one. I think they're better than powder blue. Those are flea. That's what it, I'm saying. I'm not that crazy. The, about the, it. the navy ones with I'm the yellow, yellow numbers. I'm not as psyched up as Tim was no. about, about. What did you drop when you I, when I, you heard this news? A woo? I dropped a little woo woo. He dropped some. A little wee wee. Loud as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not that hyped up, but it's cool. I mean, the powder blues are. I feel like they should be used as like alternates though. I feel like they get like their aura was gonna wear off. Yo, what's your What's your favorite two color? What's your favorite two colors together? Combination. Uh, black and red. Navy blue and white. Navy blue and white. Black and red. It's a Yankee fan speaking right there. <laughs> I just it, think it's like Matt Clean. He became a Yankee fan like three weeks ago. But it, I didn't say it because I'm Sorry? a Yankee fan. I just say it. And first of all, no, I didn't. <laughs> Yo, how about green and purple? Green and purple's fire together. Hell no. Green and brown too, like beef and Brock's. Beef. Uh, Yo, man. brown will. Not you even hate ever. the color brown because it's gross. It will nah. never be in my repertoire. Brown, <laughs> brown and orange like the brown jerseys is fire. Dude, you nah. made fun of me one time. Black and yellow. I was fire. wearing a brown shirt, Black and, and you called it my shit brown shirt. Yeah. And my friends have not stopped. I had to stop wearing the shirt. <laughs> I had to stop wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, do it brown? Like, What's wrong? Oh, with you're wearing the shit brown sweater. Uh, I'm a big energy guy, and brown doesn't give me anything. Yeah. Mm. Red gives people a lot. There's a whole color psychology thing, but like yeah. red oh, gives yeah. you a lot. But I, I, I really like navy blue and white because I think it's very clean. Like I think it, it looks clean. cool. I like the gradient of like if you have navy blue that like fades into a white. I think I like that a lot. I'm not a big fan of print stripes to be honest with you. What about blue and orange? First, first, of, first of all, he said gradient. I feel like blue and orange is also. Great. I like blue and orange. You know what's crazy about what? most of my sports fandom is Islanders, Syracuse, mm. um, Knicks. Well, not the Jets, the Knicks. Like, but then I have the, the Yankees in there. You think it'd be like the Mets? The nah. Jets had a left field with green, uh, Jets, blue yeah. and orange looks good sometimes, but not all. But not all the time. I'm sticking with green and purple, man. That's my. That's Yo, my green and combo. purple is like Yo, really random. You know what I think? Nah, they go really well together. What's bro. green and purple? Um, I don't, a lot of my wardrobe is is green and purple. I, really, I feel like Space Jam <laughs> is the only thing green and purple that I've ever seen. Yellow and purple. The Joker cool. from the Joker. The Joker. Batman. How about that? Yellow, right. yellow and purple is cool. I like yellow and purple as well. Like the Vikings. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like that. that. I like a deeper purple though. Well, where were you going with this for my, question? Yeah, what I was don't know. that? Favorite jerseys. jerseys, jerseys. Oh, jerseys. Right. For for my wedding, I'm wearing a purple tie, like a uh, a darker purple tie like with a Goonies. with a lighter gray, and then my groomsmen are wearing dark purple ties with, I mean light purple ties with dark gray. Nice. Favorite jersey though. Oh, here, now favorite Ryan. jersey a football. In, football. A football. Damn, that's tough. I was gonna say favorite jersey. Favorite jersey of all time. Like, can we can we go back? All time. Raptors. Nice. 99 throwbacks yeah. with the purple 
I'm a big purple guy. It's my, been my favorite color for a long time. I'm going Islanders Fisherman. Not that's popular, fine. but yeah. that's I always fucked with it, bro. I mean, if it's, that's the it's case. It's unique and like cartoony. So <laughs> it wasn't popular when it was made, but now it's like become more popular with like the younger generation. Ranger Statue of Liberty. Fire. See, I think my I like favorite. That. Fire. Just because I think it's like you could you could just wear it out too is the old Indian jerseys that were like navy blue. And then it had the. The big Indian face. The Wahoo. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then on the sleeves, it had the red, white, and red. I fucking love those. Those are those are nice. Those old are dope. Those are from uh, Major League. That's what they wore in Major yeah, League. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Those. Those are my favorite. I love those. Great movie. That's a. No, those are no, uh, another colors that I like. Navy blue and red. Yeah. Those and white. That Yo, was three. That green was. and purple. I'm thinking the ducks. Ducks. The mighty oh. ducks. Oh. That's like maroon with the white, like teal. Yeah. I take everything uh, I said back. See, I, <laughs> I take this is before they changed. They changed over now to like gold. But right? I'm talking about yeah, like yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about like the mighty ducks. Yeah, yeah. I take everything I said back. Kind of green and purplish. The white ducks jerseys from Mighty Ducks too. When yeah, they yeah. come out, Hell we yeah. are ducks. <laughs> come on, maroon, teal, white. The come white, on, no, the white one with the Julie the cat. Just like, come on, son. On, Who's man. scoring on that, man? Yo, shark jerseys are fire too with the shark biting the stick. I think hockey has the best jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Might be biased. Nah, I agree. I don't know if that's biased. I think actually. we're all. Nah, I think we're in cahoots here. Because sure. Blackhawks. Tim won't agree too. with me on that. Blackhawks jerseys are fire too. I like Blackhawks jerseys. Black Vegas has some. Odd color scheme, but like I actually like the Yankee logo a lot. Let's the Yankee logo. Oh. Yeah, I think the Yankee logo is fire. Yeah, because it's when so I was like, a kid, I was I used to be super jealous that I couldn't wear it, and like that would make me hate them even more. Why though? You guys yeah. have interlocking and why it's just a little yeah, but it's stupider. That, that Yankee, like you said, it's clean. Stupider. It's very clean. Like you could put it on with any outfit in your in your swag. Yeah, Tim yeah, was yeah, just yeah. jealous because freaking every celebrity wore that that New York Yankee hat instead of the New York Met hat. I mean, yo, look, you're wearing baggy jeans, a three XL T shirt, some Tims. Put on a med hat. It's not. Doesn't have the same. It's doesn't true. Have, it's true. It's doesn't true. have the same effect. And every meme you see on the internet is Tim's with a Yankee hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not New York. Tim's yeah, with a med hat. So, yeah. I mean, I could, I could admit it. Queens all day though. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next Take thing we have, L, bro. Kyler Murray canceled a visit with the Redskins. What does this? What does this say? I'm almost positive that the Cardinals released a hype video on social media, and Josh Rosen wasn't in that video. No quarterbacks whatsoever. So if you ask me, though, that's writing on the wall. Mm. And he came out publicly, made his first comment, said, it's, it's, "What do you say? It's all confusing or something? It's like, uh, annoying, annoying, yeah, annoying." But oh. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury has a lot of good things to say about Rosen. He said he's been working since day one. He's really mentally strong. He's been a really good competitor. Uh, he's the first one in the building, last one out. Yeah, sick. That's all like fucking hearsay. Like everyone's trying says to that. sell him off. I'm mean, just saying, uh, true. This all could be hearsay, but. He could be saying different things. And a lot of the industry right now is kind of cooling on Kyler Murray number one. Like the the reports are saying, you can't believe anything you're hearing right now. But look, if they're shopping Josh Rosen, I don't know why teams aren't lined up out the door to get him, first of all. Second, if they're thinking about drafting Kyler Murray, why would you tell people? Why would you tell? There's no There's no... Positive that can come out of you telling people that we're gonna draft Kyler Murray. You have to make it seem as though you're not sure that you love your guy, and that makes him more valuable. That makes the pick more valuable if they want to trade out of it. That makes it, it just it's just common sense. Yeah, Don't sure. tell people what you want. Remember the days where the quarterback would sign before like the draft? Like yes. Stafford, I think, did that. Um I know there we, might have been a few others like yo, we, they had their deal in place ready before his name was even called. I remember Mario Williams. Everyone thought Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush was going was number first, one. Yeah. When Mar and then they signed Mario Williams and it was just a, a whole big fucking thing because you know, Reggie Bush was the guy. I'll maybe. never forget that. I was at Elm Jack that day of that draft. Nice. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it happens on draft yeah. day. I might have been in Elm Jack with you. That was around that time. Yeah, around that time. Uh, the good old days. What else we got? We got Demarius Thomas. He signs with the Pats. Nah. I mean, yo, yo. if anyone, this this is, a, I think this is a big. But when is he coming back say. though? I don't know. He has a ruptured Achilles, like in yeah, December. Achilles tendon. Yeah. All they need him is for the playoffs. Yeah, I will say though, if he's healthy at any point during the season, if, even if they get like six games out of him, yo, this is a guy that I think two years ago he had a thousand yards. Like he was always getting a thousand yards, and he's a big like. Give me the ball off off the jump, and I'll make some moves like a screen guy, and yeah. like that's what they do over there in New England. So yep. this is like a, I think a bigger signing than people think. I think I don't think it's a bad signing. I think he kind of got lost in the sauce in Denver with like Simeon throwing him the ball. Like he didn't have quarterbacks post Peyton Manning. Yeah. So it's like you know, case, he had a half year case. He went to Texas, got hurt in Texas. I mean Houston, 
And it's just like, uh, I mean, maybe it can be a good signing because this is the best quarterback he's obviously played with since Manning. But I think he's a system dude. I just think, like, what does he have left? Like, low, he, low he's, risk, high reward, he's had though. two bad, bad injuries that affect your burst and your speed. So, I, like you said, though, I mean, he's a good possession guy, but I just think he's, like, shot at this point, personally. This but, is one. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, this may contradict what I say a little bit later on, but I think that if us four were the wide receivers for the Patriots, we'd, we'd do some damage. <laughs> be right. Be right. Be right. I'll uh, take that. Joe will be in the slot. Can I play fullback instead? I don't know, man. I think I'll be yeah, fullback. Yeah, I think me and you. <laughs> uh, but, me and Tim will be on the old line, not out high. So, or tight end block. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is either one of two things. This is either a genius move by the Patriots who are getting another great veteran at a low cost who wants to prove himself and get a ring and will resurrect. Because even last year when Demarius Thomas was on the field, considering quarterback play... Like, he has a ring, by the way. Right, he does. Right. But who, who said he doesn't want another one? Right, so, That's true. Right, He was effective to the point where the quarterback was effective. So, like... I don't know. Like, he was doing a lot more Peyton Manning, but, like, ratio-wise, he was kind of doing the same things he was doing with Peyton Manning with Case Keenum, except Case Keenum wasn't doing Peyton Manning things. Yeah. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. On the other hand, it reeks of desperation a little bit because you're the Patriots, right? And you have all these draft picks, but, you know, young, skilled position players, particularly wide receivers with the with the Patriots, don't tend to be successful in the offense on the in the first year. And now you've lost Rob Gronkowski, who... If you look, um, one uh, one of the guys on uh, the NFL.com, Chris Wessling, did a did a um, an article that showed Tom Brady's stats with Gronk on the field, and he was basically the best player of all time. Uh, Tom Brady's stats with Gronk off the field, he's basically Andy Dalton. So when you look at it like that, it could be a desperation play from the Patriots. But I, at this point, have figured out: don't question the Patriots. Yeah. Demarius Thomas must have something left, and if he doesn't, goodbye. One thing to mention, if I'm not mistaken, there may be some Josh McDaniels, Demarius Thomas ties, because Josh McDaniels was the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Um, if I'm not, you know, I think I'm right. When Josh McDaniels was the head coach briefly, of the Broncos, yeah. you briefly for that one yeah. season, and I think Demarius Thomas was there. So if there's anybody that, you know, you know that understands him, it's, it's, it's the offensive coordinator. So I think that's interesting. It's also a one-year deal, not for nothing, so it's low risk, low reward. So, like, you know, like you said, if, if it doesn't work out to him, like you said, Patriots, like, it's just whatever. It's one-year deal. I Nothing just think crazy. that, like, looking looking at it just, like, objectively, you have Demarius Thomas, who has been a proven, like, wide thousand-yard wide receiver. For sure. Who fits your system that you run in New England perfectly. Dude, why not? Fuck it. What was it, $6 million that he's getting? Yeah, for one year. So Yeah, yeah I mean, why not? Whatever. I, I, agree. I, I agree. All right. I'd rather have him than fucking Chris Hogan. Not going to change my mind that he has anything left, but okay. We shall see. When we thirteen? How long? I mean, playoffs if he's back. I guess man. Chris yeah, Hogan. Piece. Chris Hogan signed with the Panthers. Did That's you guys right. know that Chris Hogan has a clothing line with the number fifteen on it? That's but, why Belichick wanted. Him but out. there's already a fifteen in in Carolina. Dum dum dum. How much of your one point five million are you willing to get your fifteen back for your brand? Wait, he's getting paid one point five million. There's no way. Chris Hogan? That's the that's the contract. There's no way. What? Hopefully it's incentive based. It's Chris Hogan got one point five million? I'm shocked by that. I don't know if it's guaranteed. Probably not guaranteed. That's probably the total. No, he probably got more than that. That's what I'm saying. No. One point five million. What has oh, he yeah. done to give him one more than deal, one be a starter? Million. One He's point, a starter. One point four five. One point four five. For Yo, one year. What? What, what, what has he done? He can't succeed with Tom Brady? Get out of here, bro. I don't know. I mean, if you're a starter and you get a contract by another team, I figured you were to get at least like three or four million. Nah. Yo, I'm shocked by that, to be honest with you. I did, I did not see that coming. Um, All right, cool. Uh, Next we have Stephen Jones, who is Jerry Jones' son. He's the executive vice president of the Cowboys. He said the Cowboys are in active talks to extend Dak and Amari Cooper. Well, they better re-sign Amari Cooper because they gave up a first-round pick to get him. Yeah, they fucking better. <laughs> also, Dak, they're going to have to pay up for that boy. You know what? This, here's the thing, though. They already, they're already already putting the feelers out in the media that he's going to have to take a pay cut. If I'm I, Dak, man, I I'm holding out. I wouldn't pay him top dollar. You can't. And I don't think he's earned the right to receive top he dollar. Won't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he'll get like 24, though. Like well, 23, 24? Foles got 20. 
That's Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Yes, but he's also a backup. Like I would, pay, I, right. I'd be. Yo, if I'm if I'm Dallas, I'm more inclined to pay this guy. Nope, I'm more inclined to give Nick Foles more money than I am inclined to give. But Dak listen, money. but hear me Ooh, out. Hear me out. No, that's. But how's that? How can you not feel me on because that? Because listen, because listen, this guy was playing here. This guy was playing here. He's like playing in Dallas. No matter. Like this is our guy. You know what Nick Foles can do? He can point at his ring. And he can also point at he the trophy. He had one run, though. So my, my, it don't matter, though. No, nah, it does matter. Dak because he, never sniffed that. He was tabbed. I wouldn't say he never sniffed it. He smelled a he little bit. He was tabbed the starter in St. Louis. Granted, bad teams. Like, was that? Spagnuolo was coaching those teams and, like, shot the bed. I may never call Nick Foles Nick Foles ever again. I may reference mm-hmm. him as Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Yo, MVP, I was in Philly for the UFC event March 30th. Yo, they speak no ill word of that dude's you name. Can't. Nah, you can't. You can't. We're like, Yo, they're like, Yo, Big Dick Nick? Who the fuck are you talking about, Big Dick Nick? Well, yeah, Foles. Nah, it's Big Dick Nick or Nick, Saint Nick. Oh, it's, it's like it's Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. I'm like, yo, the straight up like. With all due respect to Dak Prescott, with all due respect to a lot of guys, not everyone is yo a Nick Super Foles Bowl MVP. Nah, but I I think yo I said this about Kirk Cousins when we opened the show that yo when you have your franchise guy, granted, Dak Prescott probably is to a lesser extent. You know, he's I don't think he's as gifted as Kirk Cousins is at the quarterback position, but he's he's a great quarterback, and I think he is a franchise quarterback. So when you have your franchise guy, you can't let him go. You can't let him slip away. I don't know. Like, what what is there after Prescott? There's no one waiting in the wings right now. Yeah. So it's like you hit, Yo, on, it's, it's you about, hit on a yeah. fourth-round pick, and and he turned out to be a franchise guy. Granted, you could he could be on the lower end of the spectrum of franchise guys. He's still a franchise guy. Yeah. You have to keep him. I also think as a player, you're more inclined to take a little bit less money than you think you earned or whatever because you're playing in the place that uh, that you've always been. You know what I mean? And like yeah. you've, seen discount. The, you've seen the you've seen the the whatever. And like with Nick Foles, like what the fuck do I owe Jacksonville? And like you're desperate for a quarterback because Bortles sucks ass. So yeah. like you're gonna pay up for me because I just won a Super Bowl and I'm the best. I'm the hottest backup quarterback on the market who could be your starter. This guy sucks. Like, just pay up and like whatever. Not to mention that's different than like me playing on your team and like showing success. Yeah. And Foles got hold on, he got eighty million or eighty eight. Can you look at that real quick? Yeah. I can't remember if it was eighty or eighty eight. So he either got he got I mean, between twenty and twenty two. Anyway. Yeah. Like twenty. That's with no competition on the market. None. Eighty eight. He got eighty eight for your eighty eight. So he got twenty two million dollars a year. Worth it. But that's with no competition on the market. That's. One team wanted him, and there was one quarterback available, and he still got $22 million. But to be fair, though, if he was on the open market last year, he might have got more. True. Right. But what I'm saying— Off for, of the Super Bowl MVP season. But for Dak, think about that. Similar to like how Cardale Jones left Ohio State like off that college football playoff win. His stock was at all-time high. Like You had to leave. Don't you think, though, that Dak Prescott's market will be a bit wider than Nick Foles? Next year, don't you think there'll be a couple more teams that are looking for a quarterback solution? The only thing that I can tell myself is if I have a great defense, Nick Foles can win me a Super Bowl. Why? Because he's done it already. I'm just saying they're gonna. That's that's the way I see it. They're gonna and have sure to pay that's, up. That's the way the Jaguars see it. The Jaguars know they have a great defense. What are they lacking? A quarterback. Oh, we found one. He's won a Super Bowl and he's been the MVP. He outdueled Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Pay that man. If you see rounders, pay that man his money. If I'm Dak, I'm asking for thirty a year. I, I you, yo, you you're can't wilding. even be close to even demanding that. You're wilding. I'm thirty. Does Dak have I'm a playoff at. win? I think so. You're also talking to a guy who like he he does fancy trades like a fucking asshole. Too. I'm just saying. Me? <laughs> yeah, bro, you came on. You were on record being like, "Yo, what I'm gonna do is my first like offer is gonna be like oh, so yeah. in my favor." Yo, you are the goat down. of trades. That's how negotiation works. That's not how it works. Nah, you're you like, guys need to buy Jordan Belfort's book or something. Bro, if you come to my door with I bullshit, I, I'd close the door, bro. Like, There's no rebuttal. There's no, I'm not counter-offering you if you come to the door with my bullshit. It's a fact. Well, when I when I fact negotiate fact. fucking there's no negotiation. millions, you hurt? Yams. The fuck is he talking about? I have I don't no know idea what they're uh, talking about at this point. Anyway, no. let's move forward. Tim's an asshole. Uh... <laughs> Todd Gurley says he's feeling good. McVay says he'll he will once again be the focal point of the offense. Uh, are we buying this or we just have a repeat of the Super Bowl? Yo, I don't know. Not even the repeat of the Super Bowl the last couple of weeks. Like when he was down and hurt, like you saw the performance in the offense. So yeah. if he's not out there, I think that hurts the Rams obviously greatly, but it hurts the quarterback play too. Like Goff wasn't all that coming down the stretch. Yeah. Like his last four or five weeks. So, yo, if 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 it's not true and he's not healthy 
And it's a knee issue. Like, was it tendonitis? I don't know. What I feel like that shit flare, that can flare up at any given. It's, it's not a like chronic thing. Right, right. It's yeah. not something that just goes away. Yeah. So. And you're going to be working that fucking knee the whole time. Yo, honestly, I don't really believe him just for the simple fact that, yo, it's the Super Bowl. Like, why would I give a shit about next year, week one of him being the focal point? Like, this is the Super Bowl. We could win it. Like, right. if I'm Todd Gurley, I'm even I'll be like, yo, fuck my knee. Let's get this fucking Super Bowl. Right. Like, this is what this I trained my once whole in a lifetime life for. chance, yeah. Like, we could never get back here ever again. Like, implement me. I'm not Nothing. saying. I mean, uh, I, I agree to an extent. Like, you don't want to hurt this guy. But here's the thing. If you're going to be on the field, like, if you're healthy, you you're dressed. Play. Oh, then you got to go. Exactly. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and he was. It wasn't like, yo, I'm hurt, but put me in anyway. Like, let's just get this fucking ring. True. It was like, I'm out there. Like, I'm, if I'm well enough to be dressed and to be moving. And, I'm yo, going. they gave him the ball a couple times. And he ran over 10 yards in the Super Bowl. I remember this. Like, wow. What would it be saving him for next year, dude? We'll worry about next year. Yeah, like what let's get this get back win. There? Yeah, this is our best player. And I think C.J. Anderson playing well, kind of like took the pressure off. Yeah, I, now he's gone. Yeah, but Goff he, didn't play well. More than this, though, yo, Malcolm Brown got signed by the Lions to an offer sheet, and they matched it. Yeah, now yeah. that's with a roster that already has John Kelly on it, you know, and that already has um, one more running back who. I, is, I can't get off the top of my head at the moment. Well, Justin Davis. Right? So that's not the actions of someone who believes that Todd Gurley is fully healthy. Um, that's the actions of someone who is. And, you know, they're high on Malcolm Brown out there from all reports. So is Todd Gurley healthy? For for me in fantasy, when I'm giving people advice on who's going to start and who's not, what I look for is did they sign a running back off the practice squad? Did they sign a running back off the street this week? Because if they, they did, then that means the running back's not healthy and they're not going to play even if they're questionable. The draft will be interesting. Malcolm Brown. He's yo, he's getting two point one million guaranteed over two years. That's he's getting three point two overall. That's a lot to spend on a backup running back. That is. Yeah. Let's see what they do in the draft. Follow the money, baby. Follow the money. Yeah. Here comes the money. Here we go. Uh and then of course Russell Wilson signs a four-year, four year four I was gonna say four year forty million. Four year hundred forty million dollar extension with sixty five million signing bonus and a hundred and seven guaranteed. He's worth it. My lord. He's also cuddled up in bed with Sierra. Yo, that was the weirdest fucking video of yeah, all. Yeah, I time. felt like did you guys just fuck? Nah, I think Russell Wilson wanted so I'm not gonna fuck you no, until I'm not you gonna get sit signed. Here. No, yo, I'm really not gonna sit here and let you disrespect Russell Wilson like this because I know you're about to say something. He's like some <laughs> a nerd. I nah. was trying to make it seem like yo, I just fucked, but nah. he didn't. He wants to. He's he's wanted to make it seem like we're about to fuck. But as a person who like, look, <laughs> when I was a young kid, guys, I didn't get much in the in the women department. Honestly, ever. So when I first was starting to get a little bit, I would like, you know, the girl I was with, I would. Put my arm around her, you know what I mean, in public, and all and all this stuff. Like I would, I would like, you know, you know how it goes when you're a young kid and you're getting laid for the first time, right? It seems as though, and but I also know the girls' reactions, and the girls' reactions sometimes are like, "Why are you telling all these people that, that you're gonna fuck me like in front of them?" <laughs> you know, like not, <laughs> not in those terms. What did look like was Russell Wilson's like, "Yeah, time for y'all to go to bed." We about to fuck. And then before he said the day before, he's, Sierra was just like, go Hawks. Hey, go Hawks. Like, don't tell him we're about to fuck. What's wrong with you? Nah. Nah. Bro, I think it was really just. Like, I felt like, like it, that was like the ultimate power. I, a couple videos. Yeah, I feel like, like he we was. Paid. I honestly, we paid. I honestly think he was just flexing on us. Like, like, we all know she's paid, but now he is paid. He's like, yo, I got a contract worth a lot. My bitch bad. I'm yeah. about to slay this. <laughs> Y'all broke. <laughs> Pretty much. And then good good night. And yo, do you think he sleeps with his chains on, or he just like, yo yo, hold on, let's do that video again. I didn't have my chains on. And nah. then he got up, put the chains on, went back to sleep. You know what it was? Back in the bed. Hey, and bro. then got up, took the chains off, got back in bed. Nah. nah. You know what it was? It was like, yo, these are my this is my last video with these skinny little chains on. I'm getting my <laughs> Cuban go link. No, nah, yo, if I paid that much money for those chains, I would wear them around the house too. <laughs> Even when I'm in the house, cause we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yep. Um, underrated song, by the way. Start I know from it was the a, bottom. Yeah, I know it was a giant hit, but still. Yeah, underrated. like not underrated at all. I put it on my workout mix, and when it comes on, I'm just <laughs> highly like, rated. Started from the bottom. So we we all agree that this is like 
He's worth every dollar of this contract. Yes, franchise quarterback. Pay up. I'll, I was I'll upset. put him as a as the, a top five quarterback in the league without a doubt. Yo, what did they go seven and nine last year? Like they are winning four games. And he, they, I would say less. And how many times did we come in here and Joe was bitching about Doug Baldwin being hurt? Yeah, he wasn't even like. Playing. What was he working with last year? And they yeah. still won seven. I games. couldn't even tell you who he was throwing to. I think they won nine games. Did they? I thought they won seven and nine. Did who, they go nine? Who, who was he throwing to? Right now, he's throwing to that that. Who the fuck Tyler was he throwing Lockett. to? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett was his yeah, number yeah. one. Tyler Lockett Brandon was Marshall off. was there for like eight seconds, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was for eight seconds. That's I remember we were in Denver and he played. He did. He caught a touchdown on pass interference though. That was week one. Yeah. Remember that? That was like a good game. Yeah, I was watching that. that that's when Denver I watched Doug Baldwin go down. I was like, Oh what? yes. All right, season's <laughs> over. Ten and six, bro. Did they? Yeah, man. I'm tripping. Yeah. Yo, ten wins. Who saw them winning ten wins? Ten games. Who was that white tight end? He was a beast for them. The rookie, I forgot his name. Oh, that game, he was a beast. Yeah, he, was, a yeah he didn't have a good year. But he, that game, he was like, who the fuck is this guy? Talking about Big Country? I forget his real name, but it's uh, Disley. Will Disley. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Disley, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a really Disley. good Big game. Country. Uh, all right, anyway, that's all the news that we have for today, I believe. Um, all right, so now, like Tim said in the beginning, uh, let's take a look at some players that you think are going to take a step back this coming season. Yeah, so I'm going to build off what I said earlier with Goff. Uh, Touched on it briefly, but he had seven touchdowns to eight interceptions his last seven weeks of the season, including that one dismal game, abysmal game in Chicago where he threw four picks and no touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but in the postseason, too, he didn't have more a game with more than one touchdown thrown. So I don't know if it was it's the cold weather. I know he's a Cali boy through and through, and he plays in Los Angeles, which is typically warm uh, year-round. So when he went to Chicago late in December, it could have been like a shake-up thing. But – if you like, I just, I just think he's a prime candidate for aggression because, like we said, the Todd Gurley injury news—you take away his best asset in Gurley, and then there's there becomes questions about his his durability yeah. in the long term. Like, if you can't play a full season at the same high level as you did in September, when it really counts in December and January, then really, how much progress have you made over the last couple of years? I, Look, he had a fantastic year. I'm not down that. His numbers, if you look at them as a whole, were phenomenal. But when you regress so much at the end, I think, you know, to me, you're a prime candidate for regression next the following season, going into the later um, weeks of the season. I look at it as like Chris Sale, too, Tim. We do the MLB show. Chris Sale is always a thin, like his build is, you know, it's weird to begin with. He's a Wiry. tall thin wiry like guy right so he always breaks down late in the season because of the workload could jared goff handle a workload that runs late into the postseason mm, we didn't really see it last year so i worry about that just going um going forward because the rams should be there again competing for you know a deep playoff run again this year can he you know not sack up but can he put it together this this time around whereas you know, I'm sure having Gurley would help, but if he doesn't, you know, what's going to happen? So I just look at it, uh, Jared Goff as my prime candidate for regression. It's interesting because you don't really think about body types when you think of quarterbacks unless you're thinking of height, right? So you don't really think, of, but do they have the durability? Right. Like one of the reasons why Big Ben has been so durable in his career, although he misses games every once in a while, why he never has missed an extended period of time is because big he's so big. He's a yeah. big dude. Yeah. So it, it's something to be, yeah, I think... I. You're, you're convincing me, although, like, it's going to be hard for a guy in the McVay system in his fourth year to, right. to regress. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you just look at the stats on paper, right. beast. If you but the talk, last seven weeks, not so beast. You want to talk stats? From I'm going to go least. <sighs> go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to say this, but I am. Drew Brees. Ooh. And I don't... Yeah, I... Damn. I may eat my words, but weeks one through 11, 76% completion percentage... He's throwing the ball nine yards per attempt, 30 touchdowns, two interceptions, 130 QB rating, give or take. Weeks 12 to 16, 70% completions, 6.5 yards per attempt, three touchdowns, three picks, 85 QB rating. I'm just kind of taking you know, the seasons. I'm cutting them in, in quarters or halves, and he didn't play as well down the stretch. So if that's going to be in any indication into what's going to happen in this season— it could be a guy like Drew Brees. Let's go. Me and my son, Empy, on the late season wave. Who's it's, fading, bro? It's, Who's fading? I, it's funny that we all went quarterback. Um, but wait, I don't, hold on. Don't it, Those teams were all good, though. Like, at the end of the year, are those, do, those, do those games mean as much as the beginning? No, I'm talking about playoffs, too, though, for Goff. He said the 16th. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm but okay. I mean, I, but like the Saints, they were always one of the better teams in the league. We were talking about them every single week, so it's like, you know, the fact he put what was it one to eleven, he had a fucking amazing year. Like, all right, and then they were kind of like the last five games, they weren't that great. Well, I think that there's just less urgency. I think naturally, and like, yeah, that's bad, but also like. I don't know. He took his foot off the gas a little bit. Maybe. Because right. it's like, we don't need to fucking go crazy here. Like, we're one of the better teams in the league. And then they got fucking screw jobbed once again. <laughs> All right. So, again, I'm going quarterback. And I kind of cheated again, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Cheater. I cheated. Yo, Shame. You know what's funny? Like, you have nine players. I came Shame. up with the like the idea for this this week. Like, we all, we all get in a group chat. We come with it. This is actually my idea. And I didn't follow any of the rules. <laughs> um, anyway. Mine is Marcus Mariota. Now, here's why. Not because I think that he will regress. I think it's because the regression has already happened, and he needs to break out of that regression in order to get here, right? In his first two seasons, um, he put up really good numbers. 19 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns, uh, didn't throw many interceptions, 10 and 9. Uh, his quarterback ratings were high. His completion percentages were high. Uh, he was rushing for touchdowns. He he was doing everything the Titans needed him to do. Yeah. The problem is the last two seasons, um, because of injuries, his throwing acumen has been horrible. Um, we're talking about a guy who last year had 180 yards passing per game in a passing league on a team that is a good team and is built to win now. And there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out next next year. Yeah. Um, Herbert, uh, Jake Fromm is supposed to come out. Um, Tua could potentially come out. Huh? Tua. Tua, right? So you got those three, the big three. And then you always got that one guy that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? So that's going to be four quarterbacks next year that we're going to be talking about. And if Marcus Mariota can't get it together this year... This is his final year of, a, of his rookie contract. Make or break. It's make or break. It's the same yeah, thing yeah. as Jameis. I was say it's interesting. Same draft class in one and two. Right. So him and Jameis both have that. That I, I think that Jameis has been more productive in his career than Marcus Mariota has. Now, Marcus Mariota adds the clutch factor. And that's the... And I winning. Think, right. He's the more winning. He wins. He's a, he's a game manager. He won't, he won't throw you out of games. Although he did throw 15 interceptions a couple of years ago and only 13 touchdowns, but again, these are these are because of injuries. He just needs to turn it around. He needs to have a 26 touchdown, 4,000 yard campaign like he had in 16. Like he needs to do that. Right. If he doesn't do that, it's over for him in Tennessee because Tennessee has been quarterback starving since Steve McNair. Damn. They haven't had a quarterback out there, and they've been they've been missing and missing and missing. I think at one point <clears throat> Matt Castle was out there, correct? If I'm not mistaken, other, so. other than the Vince Young rookie of the year season, Vince Young, but even that, but even that season, it wasn't the real deal, and obviously because of what happened, it was a gimmick. Um, Jake Locker, you remember guys? Remember Jake Locker? Hell yeah, Boys, bro. he was highly yeah, touted. Highly touted. First round he busts. Um, a lot of that now. Marcus Mariota. They've been wait. What's that dude? Uh, Whitehurst. Charlie. 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 <laughs> bro, Fitzpatrick took some snaps. Clipboard Jesus. Ryan Fitzpatrick took some stats. Speaking of Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think the Dolphins have a good chance of going 0 16 this year. <laughs> He's their starting there. quarterback. Yeah. A lot of teams there. are going to tank this year. Yeah. I said that last year. I was a little off. Or was it two years ago that I said that? I feel like you like, never liked the Dolphins. <laughs> well, I think they're never good. <laughs> I wonder how many teams are going to, instead of picking a quarterback this year, because there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback, right? The Redskins, you could say the Bengals need a quarterback, the Giants, um, Patriots, in a way. Patriots in a way, the Chargers in a way, the Saints in a way. I think those guys are more likely to take a quarterback this year than a team like the Bengals trading up or a team like the Dolphins trading up because I think that those two teams, because they're in transition, might just fucking tank it and take Dude, one of the big names think next about year. How, like, think about how many good quarterbacks there's going to be soon. Yeah. Like, think about how many there are. Like, I don't mean that, like, I mean that, like, there's not going to be a lot. Like, I feel like Ben... Eli, whatever, not whatever. Uh, Philip Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, Brady, Drew Brees, Brady. All these guys are gonna be done soon, and yeah. then it's gonna be like Luck, Mahomes, Darnold, mm. Baker. I'm, I mean, it's early. Watson, to say those, guys. those are, but the, that's also, like next. Uh, that's, but I also wouldn't put Watson in a in a fucking. Golf. I'm not saying, but there's neither, next I in line. There either. They're next in line. I'm saying they're next in line. No, yeah, but I'm saying like how many of like are gonna, like because yo you have like Ben, Brady. Uh, Rivers, Breeze, like those dudes. 
Like that's four people that you're like, yo, Hall these are famers. yeah, like First elite ballot. elite players. Yeah. yeah, like there's gonna be like two of them. You don't know that eh, that we know of right now because they're young. That's true. Right. That's true. Right. But I'm saying it'd be funny because they're all going to go relatively around the same time. I say within three years of each other, right, they're right, all right. going to go. And then it's going to be like, who's left? <laughs> you know, it's just funny to think about. It is. I, I, I still love Sam Darnold. I mean, you got some time with Sam Darnold. So this year is the year to tank. Just like last year. Uh, yeah. Two years. The, two last years year. The Baker, Darnold. Yeah. Rose last Pitt. draft. Yeah. Yeah. This is the year to tank. That's why I'm kind of not mad. Like giant fans are kind of pissed off. Like you guys are going to suck. Yeah, really yeah. bad. It's gonna be great. You're gonna have like your 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 pick <laughs> of the the top of the litter. Suck for the duck, or suck for the bulldog, or suck for the for Tua. Suck yeah. for the Hawaiian. That's suck for the D two guy that we don't know yet, <laughs> like Wentz or Romo, or yeah. the small school like Joe Flacco, Flacco, Flacco yeah, the, the Delaware, Delaware guy. guy. Any other players you guys got? Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Whoa. but I think we all agree on that. We Brown. actually all had to get two, and we all walked in with Antonio Brown. As one of the guys, I just think he's gonna get mad attention. Like, yeah, when like think of like Pittsburgh, they they're typically like they have tons of weapons. Do you also think that he's gonna get mad opportunity? Yes, I well, think they, he'll get well, opportunity. But how good is the opportunity? I think it goes back to like the Brodos that like it'll be interesting to follow that like the target value, as, target value. as the season you know the, you know takes place. In terms of QBR, too, Big Ben was fourth in QBR last season. Derek Carr is twenty seventh. And cars struggle to get the ball down the field. There's just yes. also not weapons there. Like uh, Antonio Brown can garner a ton of attention. I mean, Terrell That's Williams the... is a good player, though. I think oh, you guys sorry, are sleeping they in on Tyrell. No, no, I forgot they brought in Tyrell. Yeah, but uh, Tyrell the gazelle, baby. Look, he is also people forget this a little bit because he looks young. He's entering his age 31 season, right? He's trading to the Raiders, who are a shit show right now. We just went over their schedule. They have a really tough schedule. 68 yards per game and zero TDs in five games without Big Ben. Entering I a mean, new city, but but you're the playing. Si- it's in flux. But I hate those stats that compare, you know, Big Ben without Big Ben because it's a backup quarterback. Like Derek Carr isn't a backup quarterback. The only sure. thing that I can say is the numbers may be inflated because they will probably be playing from behind. Oh, Browns. Okay. Uh, the Raiders. That's a good point. Right, right. I'm saying Browns. Yeah, yeah. Being yeah, yeah. So in in so if that's the case, that's they will have too. to be I didn't even think about that. How, what is what is the what is the factor like to you guys that they're moving to a new city next year? Like. Antonio Brown's there now. He's just signed a new contract. He signed the contract with the Oakland Raiders, but he can't buy a house in Oakland. Bro, you think he, he got to buy a house in Vegas? I I do think he cares. I think he could give a shit. Yeah. He just wanted to get paid. That was evident I, I, for how long? I don't know if it was about the money as much as it was just like he wants to be his own person. Also, if he, if I mean they, that too. That dude has like, like, cause he, like the whole thing was just like, oh, Ben is he has above like the a team. Power trip issues. Well, no, but but the thing was like, oh, Ben is above the team. Ben and, is and Juju the team. though too though. I have, a, I have a question for you guys. Let's say the Raiders are 0-3. Antonio Brown has 245 yards in three games. Don't care. He don't care. Uh, and a touchdown. Don't care. That shit could get ugly real quick. It can. You know, and... and nah, AB strikes me as a person that as long as I'm performing, I'm not going to, like, complain. Yeah, but if he, if he's not, like... I'm 245 and 1 is fine, but this guy's looking to be the next Jerry Rice. But you can't get traded to the Raiders and expect to win right away, especially your first year and like your first three games. Like you, like I don't, we you, just talk, we're talking about Antonio Brown here, though. Like no, we're you, not talking about a guy with a regular what, yeah, but, <laughs> brain. But that's what I'm saying. I also think that he's going to get a lot of opportunity. They're going to throw him the ball. They're going to put like most of the plays are going to be directed towards him. Like he's going to be the focal point. I think that's all he wanted. He wanted to be the focal point. He wanted to have all the opportunity. He didn't want to have the shine taken away from him. I'm talking about Juju, and I think that. You know, especially in your first year, I don't think there's a panic in the first year, but I do think that there could be an Odell situation where you remember Odell like had no touchdowns in, like the first four or five weeks yeah. or something, and he's like, "Oh, I just don't enjoy playing anymore." Where the was fuck he said, losing his mind, so fucking stupid. But like, and then he had a perfectly fine year. But uh, I think there could be a situation like that where Antonio Brown would like, you know, he'll, be, <clears throat> he'll throw a little bit of shade maybe if he's not putting up the numbers he was once putting up because all he wants is to be. Respected as the best wide receiver in the game, and it's, like, I mean, you know. he got 168 targets last year. You think he's getting 168 targets from Carr? I mean, yo, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Who are you it's gonna throw to? Fucking targets. It's him and the gazelle, bro. I mean, there's not much. Yeah, it's a lot of targets. Not saying he'll. It put is up. a lot of targets, but it's also like, bro, he warrants that though. Like, he's yo, he got he got that many t- he got go that ahead. many targets, and there was Juju, and there was James Conner in the backfield. 
But that's a, yeah, that's like almost a day, eleven a game. Though. He's Antonio Brown, bro. Like you have to get that man the ball at any cost. But, his, but he's leaving because he, he's not the focal point of the offense. You know, he even though he's getting eleven. More. He's getting thrown to eleven times a game. He might have more. It, it was about the attention it was being taken right. away from him from Juju. That's what it was about. It, it wasn't. Also, James it wasn't Connor about. Came out of nowhere. I don't think it was much as about James Conner as it was uh, Juju because he was taking away from his position. And people are like, oh, we can move on from Antonio because he's getting older and Juju's next And there's up. always that narrative with Pittsburgh, like, yo, next next wide receiver is the heir to the throne. So yeah. he could have felt that pressure. Juju be like, yo, they're already like, oh, me, so I'm going to make the move first. Yo, get me out of here. And I don't think it's crazy, yo, because like I said, James Conner was going off. Juju's, drafted, Juju's on that team, and he still got all those targets. Like, who is on fucking... They took Juju the early, Raiders. and they took James Washington early, too, in the draft. Yeah, it's your guy. Love James Washington this year. I also think James Conner. I'm not on James he'll Washington. Be, he'll be a first-round pick in fantasy next year. This year, you'll be able to get him in the second round. Scoop him up. I'm not on James Washington until I see something. I mean, it's going to be him. I'm just going to take their word for it. It's going to be him and Moncrief on the outside. So unless you want Dante Moncrief to be your number one receiver on the outside, James Dante Washington Moncrief is going to have to do something. Hey, look, the, the Steelers don't just spend second-round picks on wide receivers all the time. They spent one on James Washington, and he had a really good collegiate career, and he's got skills. Yeah, I just want to see something first before I go, oh, yo, I'm just going to take their word for it. Yeah, facts, facts. Like, they have wide receivers that haven't panned out. I don't know their names. <laughs> they haven't panned out, but I don't know. Mark, uh, Sammy Coates. Hayward Bay? Nah, he was a Raider. Nah, he was a Raider. Sammy Coates is, like, the real one. Oh, yeah, Sammy Eli Coates. Rogers. Eli Rogers. Eh. See, Man, they were, like, came they were late round picks, though. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean Wheaton. Oh, Marcus word! Wheaton? What was that? Marcus Wheaton, Martavis Bryant. If you want to throw his name in the mix, he I mean, definitely worked out, bro. Nah. nah, I mean, to an extent, like that's, worked, perfect, that's a perfect example of it literally this depends what happens. When he are. was he was working his way up to working out, and then he's like, "Oh, yo, I'm out." Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. but that's an example of that's what happens when you leave. Right. We made you. I, he he well, smoked. He has, off, he has so much shit going on. Yeah, he here. needs to stop smoking weed, which is weed. easier said than done. New York City, they stopped uh, testing for marijuana. They did. Wait, nah, what? But but, yeah. but the league though. Teachers never get. It's not like teachers never like, got drug now drug like for like jobs or whatever. Like they're not gonna like crucify right, you for getting. But the league can like for sure. For it sure. depends who your employer is because yeah. at the end of the day, oh. like the, they didn't make the Broncos it, can smoke weed and get away with yeah. it because they're in Denver. I mean, they made it. They made it. They made it not legally um, binding that you have to drug test as a, as a corporation. So it's good. It's, it's good. progress. It's good. It's good. It's good. If te- I'm going to tell you guys right now, now. If teachers, if teachers got drug Lighty. tested, your kids would have no teachers. Just putting that out there. Just throwing right. that out there. You know what that means? Just saying. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't generalize all teachers. <laughs> I mean, all right, fine. In my experience. We know. Um... <laughs> Uh, don't do drugs, kids. I think that's all we have for If today. you're going to do drugs, smoke weed. Yeah. Don't do hard drugs. Yeah. That's really great advice. Yeah. Because you can't tell people to not do anything. Because yeah. like, then they're going to do it. Got to escape. Somehow. Got to escape. Got to. Yeah, Got to get away. Whether it's a beer. Just don't, their go-to. just don't take painkillers. Don't abuse whatever you use. Oh, my yeah. God. Opiates. Stay with it's got to come from the ground. I'm terrified of that. Yeah. Got to come from the ground. Although opiates kind of come from the ground. Yeah, but they're dangerous. Yeah, uh, but they're manufactured, and they we're are. not a dare show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they're manufactured. Um, yeah, that is all for this week's uh, episode of the NFL Show on VM. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com for all of your uh, fantasy football needs, even in the off season. And you know, I might be dancing just down the street. Say hi. I like to dance down the street sometimes. Okay. When I'm when I, I like would you, look. That's the yo, person I look to avoid be, at all costs. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I feel it. Be you, you tweeted it the other day. I was like, yeah. When the music's hitting in the morning, sometimes I find myself walking down the street like it's West Side Story. Yeah, man. Just like bumping, just lost in that shit. Yeah, dancing. Uh, you find me not dancing, <laughs> but here every week at Endeavor Twenty Seven on Twitter and the Gram. Boss two steps though. Two steps. Hey, uh, uh, boss he, is a big. Arms, arms yeah. guy. He's uh, a, <laughs> circles with the arms. You can find me at IMPY718. You already know on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm congested. You already know. Big fist bumper, <laughs> too, for shout. Yeah, yeah. We're going yeah. to a wedding tomorrow. Yo. Hell yeah. Shout better. Come on. Shout I'm better. Come on. the dance floor tomorrow. I'm Hell telling yeah. you right now. I'm not getting off. Uh, you guys can follow Jump. me on social media at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum, all social media, and our Patreon that is set up, patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. 
Uh, thank you to everyone who has uh, pledged money and helped support the show. We appreciate that. So that's where you need to go. And uh, that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.